This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock sponsor IT OneSource. Any IT products and services solutions can be acquired through IT OneSource. Connect with them today at rockrms.com slash sponsors. Welcome to this edition of Rockcast, the podcast that explores the intersection of technology, ministry, and community with Rock RMS. I'm Emily Foreman, and joining me today are John Edmiston and Nick Erdo. Let's talk rock. Nick, start us off. Let's talk about versions. Yes. So we are at the finishing stage of 15.3 beta. So at the time of this release, I don't know, maybe it will be in um, into release, 15.3. And there's about 21 bug fixes in there. A lot of them are just for the event registration. And we, I thought we were going to start 16.1 alpha testing, but because of the next topic, which I'm going to talk about after this, uh, we delayed 16.1. So 16.1 is going to start alpha probably on a Monday next okay. week. It's kind of like one of those works of art, though. You're just like, when are you done? It's like sometimes you just have to say, no, we're we're going to have to be done because there's still more things we want to put into it. Like, Yes, exactly. I mean, at the latest count as of just now, now there's 117 closed issues in 16.1. 117. Wow. 117. And we're down in the 40s. 45. Really? Now. Open issues. Yeah. So, for a 10-year-old product. That's incredibly That's the whole impressive. backlog. That is very impressive. So, yeah, we, we want to get it down into the 20s and 30s, though, now. So that's going to be the Christmas goal. That'll be up next. Yep. So don't s- open issues. <laughs> Just kidding. Please don't, <laughs> unless you have it's to. It's hard to keep going down when they keep going back up. But, but no, no, no. Please, if you have an issue, turn it in. Yeah. And we'll be responsive. For sure. And so we delayed 16.1 alpha testing because I got to go to the uh, church IT network, uh, also called the CITN. So the CITN is is kind of where we got a little bit of a start about nine and a half years ago uh, with the Rock 1.0 beta launch party. Mm-hmm. I think it was in Pe- yeah. not Peoria, Arizona, but Peoria, Illinois. Mm-hmm. So that was cool to be there um, and see all of our community that was at the church IT network. Uh, what other notable things? I, I we There was a panel of... CHMS, you know, as they as it's called in that group. Um, so we got to participate on that panel and got to provide some answers to questions about the industry as as we saw it. So I don't know if it's recorded, but you can feel free to track that down somewhere and listen to it. I'm not going to try and summarize it. Yeah, I thought you did a great job on the panel. I got a bootleg copy of Ooh. the of the oh. uh, of the audio. Um, I thought it was funny, though, because someone said, well, we don't like to call it CHMS. I'm like, well, you're a little slow to the game. <laughs> like, we, have, we started by not calling it CHMS. So I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, it was fun. It was fun uh, fun to be there. And um, yeah, thanks again for the invites, everyone. Definitely. We've got a great community. All right. We have a new topic. We have a new topic. And this is going to be a series of topics, something that we've been kind of thinking about and planning for quite a while. And this is going to be what's best practice within Rock. So we want to have this as a continuing uh, segment. It may not be every podcast, but we want to definitely in 2024 make it a serious part of the podcasting is talking about the right ways to do things and some wrong ways to do things. 
Um, so we're going to kick it off today with our first one because we're going to get an early start to this. And it has to do around core blocks and specifically about forking or cloning core blocks and why that is not a best practice. So the first one is what not to do. All right. And we'll have some what to do's obviously too. But <clears throat> as we go through this series, each topic um, will be very helpful, I think, but some are going to be more helpful than others. Some of them are going to be more highly recommended than others, and some of them are going to be more highly don't do this than others. And I think we're starting with a very important one. This is a highly please don't do this. Um, and it's not for us, it's for you. <laughs> so let's kick it off. Um, again, topic, cloning core blocks. What's wrong with that? Let's, let's first start with that, and I'll kick it off. Here's the first thing. You have to support this forever. So when you take a block and you copy it, so you take the core block and you just literally copy paste it, give it a new file name, it's on your server, you now basically own that block forever. It's something you have to think about forever. And it's gonna be, you're gonna be carrying that baggage forever, mm. which kind of leads us to the next point. Yeah. What, what you have to do before you update your rock is you really need to test it. So you need a staging system to set up and test that block to make sure it still works with that next version of rock that you want to deploy to your production system. That's a lot of extra stuff. Right. And do you think often that is done before you do the update? No, 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 no. It, yeah. People don't do that. Yeah. And it's, it's not because, you know, being lazy or something, you just forget about it. You know, mm -hmm. there's most of us don't have the processes in place to pre-think all that or the environment sometimes. And some people are just crossing their fingers, hoping that it's not going to break. Yeah. And or, sometimes there isn't a comprehensive list of all the blocks that have been cloned. Right. Right. And right. sometimes maybe you didn't do it too. Maybe the person before you at the church did it, or maybe a partner did it. Uh, maybe that partner's not even there. So, you know, you, you own it forever, but you didn't even know it. <laughs> Which brings us to point three, I think, really uh, timely, which is it, it causes a future investment in the future. Like you, you will have to clean up that mess. Like whether you you know it or not, you have to, because then we're going to talk about why those reasons are coming up. But it's a huge investment, and I think one of the things that breaks my heart most working in Rock is is hearing stories like this, where a church comes to us years later and is like, "Uh oh, look at this." we have to clean this up and how do we clean this up and you know who do we go to to clean this up and then you realize the the funding that's going to have to go for that church just to clean uh, it up mm. and that's not a good use of their of their funds and it's not a good stewardship um to to do that so you know often maybe the church didn't know it was the best practice or maybe a technical team that's no longer there again did it mm -hmm. but now they're left holding the bill and it's not good. And it's the senior leadership are like, how did how did we get here? Um, and so that's a really rough um, thing to do. So the cost of building the block is really the lifetime cost that you need to evaluate. Right. It's like total cost of ownership. And, and, and it comes down to decisions. Like, what's the total cost of ownership on that decision? Mm -hmm. You know, we have that for everything, right? Whether it's a clone block or something else. Like, every decision we make has a future cost. Um, so we have to consider all that. I have another item. Yeah. So even if that block is working, you cross your fingers, you got lucky, it works. You don't now have the new features that we just deployed to the new block. Yes. So you have got an old version of that block, but you're missing all the features and awesomeness that we put in the new version. 
Yeah. And sometimes people come to us and say, I think there's a problem with my instance because I, you know, you guys talk about this new feature. I don't see it. It's not the documentation refers to it. But that's not what I see. And then you look at it, you're like, oh, yeah, that's not our block. That's a very old version of our block. You have mm -hmm. a cloned version. Clones are bad. <laughs> yes, cloning is bad. <laughs> um, not God's plan for nature or for rock. Um, but then I think there's other issues that we're starting to run into. As rock matures, we come up with the case where sometimes we just can't upgrade a block. We have to make a new version of the block. And so we've seen that a few times where we have what we call V2 versions. And when we have those V2 versions, you know, we write uh, what we call migrations between uh, updates, which just simply means it's a set of instructions on update that says, okay, take this block type and replace it with this block type. Well, if you have a clone block, we can't do that. So it often leads to you're not getting these new versions of blocks, which today is like, okay, we haven't had that many. Um, but with Obsidian, all blocks are eventually going to have to go through that metamorphosis where we say, okay, this old block, this legacy block needs to be replaced by this new next gen block. And we can do that as long as it's the, the block that we know of. But when you put a different block in, it's not going to work. And as we are literally getting close to having um, close to a, probably a hundred of yeah. those ready, and there's another probably 300 behind it, at least oh. that's going to be a very hot mess. Yeah. If you don't have, if you have clone blocks. So we, we started with in version 16, like a handful, I think six or eight and version 17. Yeah. We're planning on doing 80 to a hundred swaps or chops. Yeah. So we'll go target that old block type but if if you're not using it it's potentially going to cause a headache for you yeah and hopefully not us well because their problems often become ours i was gonna say <laughs> yeah <laughs> the community's problems becomes the core problem and and again it's often not the person who made that decision that's right and you know it's a it's a very frustrating position to be in when it, you didn't even do it um, but now you have to um you have the consequences yeah Anything else, Nick, that you can think of? Well, I mean, all of this effort that's being put into creating custom stuff could be directed toward funding whatever changes you wanted into core, and then everybody could have that. So in one sense, it's kind of like preventing funding from funding new features mm. in Rock Core. Right, because some of that funding maybe went to a partner to make a quick, you know, tactical, you know, tweak to the block. So you paid the money, but... Now you're left with something you have to support forever, and the community doesn't have it either. Yeah. So it's kind of like a double lo loss. Yeah, it's like a win lose lose. <laughs> um, yeah. So so that's what not to do. But in in a lot of these, like what not to do is is really like looking at at what's in front of you today at the present. Um, you know, what does the future look like? Like what what what? How should we be thinking about that? We definitely should be keeping an eye on the future because uh, all we know about the present is that it's passing, right? And so the future is going to be our reality. And um, it could be a pretty messy future if we're making decisions that are only good for today's issues. Think about this. Um, your future leadership team is going to be potentially stuck with these issues. Have empathy for their position. Um, probably most of us won't be retiring from the exact positions we're in right now. So whether we're making those changes ourselves or whether we are hiring someone else to make those cloned blocks in our system, it's likely that as the 
the person making those decisions or executing that work, we won't be there. And so our leadership team is going to be like, what happened? Have empathy on their position in the future and don't put them there. Also, if that's hard to imagine, have empathy for your future self. Uh, I don't know if you're like me, but you may wake up uh, one year from today or six months from today and realize that you really wish you'd thought ahead. And if you care for your future position uh, and what you're going to have to work with, don't make the problem worse in the future than it is now. And finally, just don't pass that issue on to the future team that's going to be working there. Uh, you know what it's like to run into an issue yourself and something's unexpected and there's a price tag with it and that makes it even harder to deal with. So have empathy for your leadership team, for yourself, and for the future technical team. Great. So what, Nick, what are some other things that we should consider as we think about this? Well, first and foremost, stop the bleeding. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. put put in plan a place, uh, put a plan in place to figure out what you're gonna do next. Um, but stop creating new blocks. If you're still getting pressure from your management to do it, I would sit down with them and put a PowerPoint presentation and explain all the cons. If they knew the consequences mm-hmm. of that, I'm sure they would say, okay, that's a bad idea. Yeah, because sometimes they're the ones asking for those small changes and you yeah. might think, well, they're the ones who wanted it, but they're not getting the whole story. They're not saying, okay, I can do that. But if I do, we will have a future maintenance thing that we have to make and fund and right. forever. And if something ever happens to me, you're not going to be on a on a supported version in a sense. You're going to be on, you know, a much different version. Right. So yeah. if if it comes up again and like, well, no, we want to add that feature, well, then go talk to a partner and get it into core. Insist that it goes into core. Yeah, which is a good point because one of the other things that we want you to consider is because this is such a big deal, we've actually asked the certified yes. rock partners, service partners, to not do cloned blocks. Yes. So it's that important because we certify them that they follow the best practices. And so because this is an anti-practice, you know, we can't have them do that. So that's something to consider is that that's how strong we believe this problem to be. Which kind of, you might be thinking, well, why why is this coming up now? Well, first of all, it's a good thing to talk about in our best practice series. But we've actually seen several churches come to us with this exact problem mm-hmm. over the last six to eight months. And so we're seeing it more and more. And and these aren't small amounts of changes. There's churches with, <clears throat> you know, there's one with 21 clone blocks. There's another one with 33 clone blocks. So we're not talking about a small number of clone blocks. <clears throat> and we're not talking about small, ch- uh, uh, huge changes. Some of these are like really ticky tacky changes. And it's like, oh, that was definitely wouldn't did not justify a cloned block. So we're also seeing performance issues. Mm-hmm. We're getting, you know, reports of, hey, you know, rock isn't performing like it used to. And when we look into it, it's because of like huge amounts of exceptions being thrown, um, things of that nature. So it's 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 dramatically impacting rock. Um, and I think it's just us. We we always knew that there was occasionally a clone block, but we didn't realize how big it was. And it's impact to rock's reputation. In fact, we had a church, I think you talked to him, Emily, that said that, hey, I was considering Rock, but I was talking to a church running Rock, yeah. and they were telling me about the problems they had. and that It's going to be so expensive to fix it, and we're just not sure we want to get ourselves into a situation like that. Yeah. Yikes. And is that, you know, sometimes the problems get worse as they go on because, mm-hmm. you know, those blocks are, are not getting the maintenance they need and, and everything, and so 
it's really, I think we're seeing the tip of the iceberg of that problem. And that's why, you know, we thought this has to be the first one to talk about, um, yes. that it's not a small thing, that it sounds like a small thing, but <clears throat> I think the future of rock's reputation in a lot of ways hinges on decisions like this, um, that what makes rock unique is its extensibility. What rock makes, what, what, why rock's unique is because of its power, because it's a Lego kit, but you can do some, you know, what Lego would call illegal builds. <laughs> There's certain things you're not, you know, that, that Lego will never ship a kit that does certain techniques because they're not structurally sound and they know that. Um, and I think it's the same way with this is that we can really damage our reputation, you know, if we do this. And I think we're actually kind of starting to get a, a little bit of that. And, and you know that our team is super receptive to things like, yes. you know, there was this an example last week where someone put an idea in and within, by the end of the week, the idea was actually implemented in code. Um, and that wasn't a funded feature. That was something that we go, Oh yeah, that's actually a good idea. And it's, you know, we can do that. Um, so I think it'd be different if, if that, there was no response from a, from a, a, um, a development team that that was your only option. Um, even then though, I would think twice, like, you know, the full cost of ownership of that, but we're here to, to make those types of changes. And occasionally there will be a time when we just simply can't because it's not what's good for the per performance of the product. It's not what's good for, um, you know, maybe it forces us to change the behavior for other churches that might want it a different way. Uh, but that's pretty rare because with block settings and all kinds of other settings, you know, you guys have seen that we have a track record of being very responsive to the community on, on that. So there really shouldn't be a good reason to clone a block or, or fork a block. So that's our first of best practices. We we are putting this content into a blog post also mm -hmm. that has a attached video that covers much of what we just went over so that you can share it, um, maybe even with your leadership team if they don't understand or if you want to get a recap um, of some of these reasons. Um, but we hope you enjoyed the first uh, of the series, but we'll have much more. Um, I can't wait to talk about some of the other best practices and the do's and the, the do's and the don'ts. And thank you to the community for asking for this type of content. So um, it's something we're excited to help with and definitely is a hot topic right now. So hopefully that's been really helpful. And as a last few couple of announcements, at the time that we're recording this, we're closing in on the last month of the year. It is hard to believe it. But don't forget, um, as you're wrapping up and tidying up your budget for the year, if you have unallocated funds currently, um, it's a great time to purchase your RX tickets. And it's also a great time to make a little extra donation to Spark to help us as we continue to um, build this generation of rock, next generation of rock, be super responsive to issues and needs of the community, and push hard into innovative new features that have not yet seen the light of day. So we appreciate our donors. We appreciate you in the community who are able to help make that happen. And uh, we just ask that as you're considering your end of your budget, you consider those two things as well. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening with us. Please don't forget to subscribe so you can hear our next best practices and other podcasts. Thank you for joining us today. And we look forward to sharing some time with you at our next podcast.
This episode of Rockcast is brought to you by Rock Partner Missional Marketing, an SEO and advertising services provider. Connect with Missional Marketing today at rockrms.com slash partners.